Hello and welcome to the first ever, 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 ever episode of Being with me, your girl, your homie, your bestie, your friend, your sis, Ayabola Deborah. I cannot believe that we are finally here and finally doing this. And yet, I can believe it because dreams come true. And that might sound super dramatic for something as small as a podcast, but honestly, this is something super, super major. Um, so we're here and we're doing it live and direct. Um, although I'm based in London, I'm not actually in London at the moment. I'm on a little solo traveller, Steez. I don't, what does Steez mean? Can someone tell me? Hit me up on all my social media, by the way. Ayabola Deborah on all platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you don't know how to spell Ayabola Deborah by now, I don't know what's doing you and you need to get that sorted out. Yeah? Um, but yeah, follow me. Um, hit me up. What does Steez mean? I don't actually know. Um, I should, I could check Urban Dictionary, but yeah, I don't want to get distracted. Um, but yeah, what's popping? What's cracking? What it do? What it be? What's it going to be? What's it been? Fill me in. Let me know how you're doing. Engage with me. Connect with me. That's my favourite part about doing something like this. It is going to spur conversations and I'm all about having conversations, meaningful conversations, um, which is interesting because I don't like people, um, but I love people. The people that know me, and I mean the people that really know me, know that I really don't like people but I love people and I love people deeply and one of the things I love about people is having conversations with people so I say all of that to say hit me up let's chat let's talk let's figure it out let's do the damn thing oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) all right so I figured that the best thing to do on the first ever episode of being with Ayabola Deborah sorry I, I love saying that it just gives me chills um the first thing I think would be prudent first thing I think makes sense is to give you guys a little snippet into my story um where I'm coming from how I got here why I decided to do this and why I decided to do this now as opposed to five years ago or maybe even like a year or two ago um what got me to this point where I decided that this was what I wanted to do and that I wanted to do it in this way using this medium um so you can understand and just to give you an understanding of what it actually means what the title of the podcast means or what being with Ayabola Deborah actually means um so I guess you could say this podcast has been 10 years in the making and I say that not because 10 years ago anyone knew what podcasts were and if they did I didn't okay and 10 years ago I was in university um and I've always been the type of person that has ideas ideas literally sometimes just fall out of the sky and land on my head and when I get an idea into my head I'm kind of fixated on that idea and I can't um see past it um and I remember being in uni and I had this um I still have it actually this black leather diary and I started writing in it not journaling or anything but I started writing down ideas and there was one particular idea that I had and it was to build and create this platform where people could communicate and engage and connect with one another no matter where they were in the world and at the time um, it was for, supposed to be for Christians, right? Because I was very upward Christian soldiers, forward march, you know, salvation belongs to the Lord. I am 
a soldier for Christ. I am down for the cause. And you know what? I, I still am all of those things, but I'm less mil militant about it. I'm less in your face. I just am, you know, I, I, I just live my life. And hopefully the way I live my life says everything you need to know about who I am and what I believe in. But that was the direction I wanted to go in at the time. And I had a host of other ideas and everything I wrote down in this book. And that's exactly as far as they went. They stayed in this book. And there are two, or I say, let's say three. There are three main reasons why that was the case. The first thing is consistency. And I think through my life, this has been something that I've struggled with. Um, and I think perhaps there are people that can relate to this in that we decide we want to do something or we have an idea, we commit ourselves to something, but when it comes to actually living it out and actually doing it, we find ourselves struggling with consistency and not consistency just in a sense of doing the actual thing, but consistently growing and consistently developing and evolving. We struggle to do that and we always fall short of what it is that we're supposed to do and what consistency actually is. And for that reason, we don't actually live out our potential. We don't fulfill our potential. We don't do the things that we are supposed to do and excel at. And I guess there could be a number of reasons for that. Um, for me, I think the two main reasons, so actually, let me go back then. I think I'd say there's one reason that's the main umbrella. And under this umbrella are two different things that are causation factors, should I say. Two things that contributed to me not doing the things that I wrote down in this diary or this journal that I was gonna do or the ideas that I had. The first one is fear. And I think, again, fear is something that every single one of us can relate to. Whether you're male or female, whether you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic, whatever you are, you can relate to fear and you can relate fear to one thing in your life or the other. And for some people, sadly, they can relate it to many things. It encompasses their whole life. Their whole life is bound and held up and, and inhibited by fear. And I know for me, fear was a big thing. I mean, not necessarily because I saw um, other people doing the things that I wanted to do, which I'll come on to in the next point, but just because I had concerns or fears about whether or not I was good enough whether or not I was good enough to be able to do the things that I had purposed in my mind that I was going to do. Am I worthy enough to be able to carry these ideas and see them through to completion? Am I good enough to be able to um, deliver excellently as well? Because one thing I, I pride myself on is the, is, is not the ability, but the desire, the focus and the, um, the drive to want to be excellent every time, no excuses. And I'll be honest, I, I can't say that I have been all the time, but when I know that I'm in the right frame of mind, when I set my mind to do it, I will do it excellently. And as excellently as I can do it at that time. And that doesn't mean that whatever I deliver then is gonna be perfect. I don't, I don't believe so, but it's excellent because it's the best that I can give at that time. But my fear counteracted that and said, what if your excellence or your idea of what is excellent is not good enough? And what if you're ridiculed? What if um, you fail? What if you're not successful? What if nobody comes on board? What if nobody supports you? What if people laugh at you? What if people reject you and disappoint you and discredit you? And these are all the questions that were swarming around in my head until those voices drowned out that one singular voice that said that I could do this. And it's a shame because many, many, many years have passed um, 
and I've seen other people do the things that I said that I wanted to do. And it's very disheartening to see that people are out here doing the things that you had an idea to do and they're doing it well, or at least based on what you can see on the gram or on Twitter or Facebook, on social media, let's say that, based on what people tell you, based on the highlight reel that people share with the rest of the world, they're doing the thing that you said you wanted to do or you had in mind to do and they're doing it well, they're succeeding and they're, 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 they've got numbers, you know, um, and that was a big thing for me and that was part of the reason why I didn't do the things that I wanted to do at the time I had the ideas to do them. The second thing is comparison. Now I've heard this especially in the last couple of years, not necessarily said directly to me but in my circle of friends and social media. I spend um, most of my social media time on Instagram, it's the um, one channel or medium that I'm most active on and um, I've seen this quote and it says comparison is a thief of joy and that is so true and I I think perhaps maybe in another episode I can talk about my experience with comparison and how that was a big, big factor in killing a passion of mine and something that caused me to struggle for many years afterwards. But comparison was something that um, I did a lot. I compared myself to the next person, to the next guy, to the next girl who perhaps maybe were doing similar things or had the idea to do similar things or were similar to me or perhaps we knew the same people, we were connected in, in one way or the other. I made a comparison between myself and those people and I never thought I measured up. It counted back and boiled back down to this element of fear, not being good enough um, when I put myself in comparison to others in light of other people's successes and achievements and abilities and skills and um, you know milestones. When I put myself next to those people, I never measured up. So what changed? How did we get here? How are we now in 2019 and you're listening to the first ever episode of Being With Ayabola Deborah? And the answer is brokenness. I had to go through a, a process of being broken and not just by one singular event, um, but by life, a series of events over time that broke me and broke me down until I was just a shell of myself. But because I believe in someone who is an awesome healer and he's a redeemer and he's a beautiful story writer and, and a composer, I, in my brokenness, allowed God to step in and he put the pieces back together again. The pieces of my life, he put back together again. And the beautiful thing about the way God works is that when he puts you back together again, you don't look like the broken, fragmented piece that you were before. He completely rebuilds you and remolds you into something new and more beautiful than you were before. And in doing so, I've been allowed to dream again. And it's still a struggle. I mean, sometimes when I think about my life, I think about my career and what I want to do. At 28, even though age is just a number, but at 28, I still don't know what it is that I want to do career-wise. I don't know how I can, I guess, channel these skills and the intelligence and the experience that I have into a career that will last and into a career that will not just make money and help me, you know, pay bills or anything like that, but a career that will actually have impact and will, you know, allow me to reach people. Because like I said, I don't like people. I actually love people and I want to be able to help people in one way or the other. And 
I'm struggling with that at the moment. And you'll find that I'm going to be very open and honest and transparent because that's one thing I think I value the most in life, in people, is honesty and transparency. If you can't be either of those things, then we cannot be friends and we cannot be connected. Um, And I'm going to be open and I'm going to be transparent with you and say, I don't know what it is that I want to do. And interestingly enough, having spoken to a number of different people across different age ranges, that is a common thing. But I'm figuring it out and I'm getting there. And I guess this podcast is one step closer to me getting there. Um, There will be reasons. And this is something that I learned in in that season of brokenness. There will be so many reasons not to do something. And when you get to that point where you've listed out a thousand reasons why you shouldn't do it, find the reasons why you should and do it anyway. Someone said, um, feel the fear and do it anyway. Do it anyway. Face the fear and do it anyway. Don't let fear cripple you and squeeze you and squash you and, and hold you in a place where you don't do, achieve or become anything because you allow fear to control you and to manipulate you. I've learned that true vision and purpose, they always prevail, provided you're submitted to and you're submitted to and you trust the process, trust the process of refinement and of rebirth, because sometimes some things in us have to die, you know, some relationships and friendships and habits and lessons, some of them have to die and have to be reborn in order for us to get to a point where we are now refined. And I don't think we should get it twisted. Refinement is a continuous thing because we're human beings. We're not perfect. We're flawed. Um, But in a sense, I actually think that those things actually make us perfect. But that's a different thing entirely. I'm not about to get all like deep, deep, deep on the first episode. That's coming. Don't worry about it. But the process of refinement is something that's ongoing. I don't believe it's a one-time thing. Um, You have to submit to the process. You have to trust the process, the process of your development and of your evolution. And it hurts like hell, yeah? Sometimes I I, I can pinpoint certain times in my journey where I have cried. And you know what? It's very interesting because I know for a fact that, say, before 2015, maybe, 2014, 2015, I hadn't cried in years. I'm not the type of person that would just cry you know I, I I'm an emotional person so I feel things but the crying thing that just wasn't me I hadn't cried in a very long time but 2015 I feel like something broke in my life and then I started to to cry and not just cry at anything but cry at things that really deeply moved me and when I say cry I think my version of cry might be different to everybody else because my cry is oh I get a bit teary-eyed and maybe one solitary tear falls down my left eye or something like that. Um, but I can pinpoint in my life times where I actually cried, like wept, wept into my pillow or just sat and cried and cried and cried and not even knowing, not even knowing at the time the reasons why I was crying, but it was part of the process of refinement. Sometimes um, it's good to let the tears flow um, because they're healing. Um, I believe that when you cry, angels catch your tears and they pour them out before God. It's a prayer in itself because sometimes what you're feeling is so intense, you can't verbalize it. You can't articulate it. You can't put it into words what you're feeling. And the tears sometimes are the words that you cannot say. And I feel like God understands that. Um, And so in submitting to the process, there are going to be times when you cry, there are going to be times when you're angry, there are going to be times when you want to give up, there are going to be times when you want to throw it in the towel, but you have to keep going. 
you have to keep going, you have to be focused, and focus is so key, you focus on what you want, where you want to go, and then you can start figuring out how to do it, and I think now I've become more focused, more focused on achieving something worth achieving, not just achieving what society and perhaps culture considers achievement, because, you know, for many reasons, success and achievement is subjective, right, we all have different opinions or, you know, ideas about what success or achievement looks like, but I want to be, I want my legacy to be something worth something, I don't want it to just be, yeah, she came and she, yeah, she gone, that's it, No, I want my legacy to be lasting, to have impact, not just to leave an impression on people, but to have an impact on people. They are two very, very, very different things. And even as it relates to this podcast, you know, there are so, there's so much out there that is constantly being churned out. A lot of impressions are being made, but not enough impact is being made. And that's where I want to be different. I want to have an impact on people, a permanent impact, a positive impact, one that inspires people to keep going in spite themselves. And I'm hoping and I'm praying that as I share my story along the way, and as I bring some amazing people alongside me to share their stories and what it means for them to be and being, that we will inspire and inspire people and impact their lives. That's what it's about. Um, Another thing that I've learned is discovering and identifying my reasons why you know last year someone asked me a question my band leader asked me a question he said so why do you get up in the morning and I was I wasn't even waffling because I didn't have any words to say I was just stuttering I was just like um um yeah yeah yeah. well basically I don't know I don't know why I get up in the morning and and, and that was in relation to a conversation about work and I was experiencing some frustrations. And trust me, I'm gonna fill you guys in on the work tales, okay? We're gonna have characters and everything. We're gonna have story time. I'm gonna tell you, don't worry about it. But we were talking about work and he asked me that question and I didn't have an answer for him. And you know, if he was to ask me that question today, I may not still have an answer, like a concrete answer, but I'm in the process of figuring that out. I'm figuring out my whys. And once I figure out why, I can start working towards how I get to the things that I want to do. And when things get hard, I can always come back to my reasons why, as they will keep me going. And the last thing that I, um, that changed for me is the people that I surrounded myself with. Now, remember I said that in the process of refinement, sometimes relationships and friendships have to go and um, habits and behaviors, some of those things have to die, some of those things have to go. And for me, um, a lot of the things that had to die, not just behaviors and habits and stuff like that, but friendships. I had a couple of key friendships in my life break down. And at some point, I think I might do like a series or do a couple of episodes on friendship because it's so broad and wide. There's so much to say on friendship, but, um, the death of some of my friendships impacted me so profoundly. However, it's propelled me forward and it's propelled me into a new space and a new arena where I've made new friends um I'm now connected to and surrounded by people who are actually doing stuff they're doing things and they're doing good things and they're doing well and they're people that I said like I said are open and transparent if you're not open and transparent I'll say it again we can't be we can't be connected, we can't be friends, it's not gonna work. But the people that I'm now surrounded by are people who are just that. And they 
just by being themselves have no idea how much they have inspired me. Some of them have inspired me through conversation, um, just talking about dreams and goals and visions and stuff like that. Seeing them do what they're doing has inspired me. And some of them, they've rebuked me. They've given me a clap up the backside of my head and a kick up the backside. And I tell you what, it's beneficial. I hated it at the time, probably didn't like it, probably didn't like them, but it's beneficial for me. So surrounding myself has made the big difference. So I guess after all of that, what now? You said, you know, how this, the ideas and stuff came about. Um, you talked about what's changed. What now, Deborah? What's, what's, what's next? And for me, honestly, the God's honest truth is being. And that's what this podcast is about. That's what the movement of being with Ayabola Deborah is about. It's about being. I think for us, especially in our generation, we focus so much on what we want to become. We focus so much on what we used to be that we forget about where we are now in the present moment. We forget to be like the being, the presence, the essence of who we are. We forget about that. And in doing so, we um, we downplay the journey that we've taken or the journey that it took us to get to this place um, that we're currently at. And we kind of are fearful of the journey that we have to take to get us to the next level. And so we're so focused on the past and on the future that we forget to be present and to just be. So for me, I'm enjoying being. I look at the past and I'm grateful. I look at the future and I'm hopeful. And I live my life by four pillars. It's this, truth, love, light, and vulnerability. And those four pillars came about in 2017 for the first time. For those of you who don't know, I'm a singer. You know, I've been singing and stuff. And um, I did my first solo show in 2017, March 2017. And it was called um, The Preview. And the idea was, just as the title suggests, just to give people a preview into who Ayabola Deborah is, um, what I've become and what I currently am. And before the show, a good friend of mine said to me, what do you want people to take away from the show? What do you want people to see when they come, when they hear you read, you know, some of the things that you've written, when they hear you sing, what do you want us to take away? And I said, truth, love, light, and vulnerability. I feel like in those four things is life. That is life summed up in four words. And each of us, every single human being can relate to each of those pillars at some point or the other. And that's what I want my life to be. As I'm being, I'm walking in truth. I am walking in love. I'm walking in light. And I'm walking in vulnerability. And vulnerability might seem like a strange pillar to have. But I do believe that, especially in this generation, vulnerability is something that's often scorned. We often see it as a weakness. Um, and although we are we are more vocal than, say, our parents' generation or our grandparents' generation in talking about things like mental health and the impact that it has on our day-to-day lives. But at the same time, we don't respect vulnerability. Um, we don't respect vulnerability in men, especially, I think, actually. Men are not allowed to be vulnerable, and I think that's a shame because I think that's what's killing men. But that, again, is another topic for a different day. But those are my pillars. Um, I guess I say all of this to say, that for myself, 
now I'm being focused and I'm being driven. And that's something for you too. Be focused and be driven. Go forward. Feel the fear and do it anyway. And if no one wants to give you space to be, create your own space. If no one wants to give you a seat at the table or there's no space at the table, build or bring your own damn table and make your own space. Yeah? Practice. Practice what it is that you want to do. Practice what it is that you want to become. Um, If I tell you guys how many drafts I have saved on my phone and on my MacBook of podcast episodes, whether it's the introductory episode or an episode further down the line or me pretending to interview someone, you would think that this girl is crazy. But I have to practice in order to get to a certain level. Am I there yet? Absolutely not. There are people that are way, 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 better than me and at some point I'm going to share with you some of my favorite podcasts because there are some amazing podcasters out there and I just happen to know quite a few of them back to the point practice take the time to perfect your craft um I know um this is is something that a lot of musicians and, and and artists they they talk about especially in the in the church community where you invite someone to sing or minister whatever word you want to use perform and when they give you their charges you start treating them a certain type of way but what you don't understand is you're not paying them for the 10-15 minutes that they're on stage you're paying them for the years and years of years and years of practice they put in to be at a level where you invite them to something that you're doing practice is so important and without it you're not going to get to where you want to get to invest in your dreams invest in your vision if you need to listen to podcasts, if you need to read books, if you need to um, watch documentaries or, or study, if you need to read, if you need to reach out to people, if you need to ask questions, do what you need to do to get to where you need to get to. And I'm not saying that you should be uh, reckless about it. I'm not saying you should be ruthless about it. But in some ways, I am saying you should be ruthless about it. You need to be strict about what it is that you want to do. Um, and anything that gets in the way of you doing that then perhaps you need to have a think about whether that thing needs to be cut off, or whether that person needs to be cut off. Um, but you know what, I'm not here to give life advice. I'm just here to talk about my own life experiences and the things that I've learned. I don't want nobody turning around to say, yeah, but Ayabola Deborah said this. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not here for uh, for the beef and I'm not your agony aunt either. So don't send me a drama and say, you said this and this is what happening. This is what happened. None of my business. Moving forward, invest in what you want to do. Work hard to what work hard and work towards what you want to do and you'll get there. Um, Again, there are probably going to be a thousand reasons not to do something. I could um, think about this podcast and think, okay, right, is buying a microphone right now, is that in my budget? Is getting an engineer to mix things, is that in my budget? Um, There's so many things that I could I could, I could think about, do I have the time? Do I have the energy? Um, does my voice sound right? Am I making sense when I'm talking? Am I stuttering over my words? Am I um, going to be able to find people that are going to want to come on the podcast? Are people going to listen? There's so many reasons why. And actually a big thing for me was the the quality, because I'm always so quick to pick up on quality and other things. And then I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, well, this isn't quite the same quality as other people or what I've seen in other people but I'm facing the fear and I'm doing it anyway and I know that at some point I will get to that level where I might have all the tech and all the 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 funds and the budget to do everything I'm doing it anyway I'm nervous yes about how this is going to be received I'm nervous about um the impact and the the longevity of it all 
but I'm doing it anyway. I'm starting something. And I hope that this is a pattern and a, a trend and a cycle that will spark something else in my life and I start to do something else and become consistent and consistently grow and consistently develop and evolve. That's the dream and that's the hope. Yeah, so that is the story of the journey to being with Ayabola Debra. And um, to close this out, and this might be something that I do on every podcast, I'm going to share a little bit of, not advice, but a word, like, yeah. Um, So my meal, my juice, my snack, my word for you this week, this day, this month, this year. No, wait, I said that in the wrong order. Hold on, let me go back. It's this day, this week, this month, this year. Yes, I had to get that right because I went to school, you know. Um, Yes, my meal, my juice, my snack, my word is this. Go after the vision. No matter how tough, no matter how long it appears to take, no matter how many people let you down, no matter how afraid you feel, go after the vision. There are two scriptures I want to share with you. Now, I just want to say that this isn't a Christian podcast, okay? That isn't the idea behind this. But having said that, I am a... British, Nigerian, Christian woman. So although this blog isn't necessarily about any of those things, because I am all those things, in one way or the other, these things will influence the content of this podcast. And so the meal or the juice, the snack and the word, it could it could come from any of those four realms. And today it comes from my faith as a Christian woman. There's two scriptures I want to share. So for those of you who've never read the Bible, there's a book in the Bible called Habakkuk. And please don't ask me who the person was. I don't I don't know anything. I just know this particular scripture. And I know that a lot of people know it. Um, and I'm going to share it with you anyway. And it says this, Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 to 4, in the New King James Version, it said, it says rather, Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Essentially, write the vision. Remember at the beginning I talked about the black leather diary or journal that I had that I wrote things down in? You know, having said that, it's taken me 10 years to do some of those things. There are things in that diary that I look back at and I'm like, wow, well, I actually did it. Um, And it happened at the right time. And, you know, sometimes when you're working towards something, it feels like things are being delayed, that you're being denied. Um, But delay is not always denial, some people say. Um, You can have a vision and carry that vision with you for many, many years. But It's better to give birth to it at the right time than at the wrong time. A woman who's carrying a baby does not want to give birth to her baby prematurely. She wants her baby to be fully formed and developed before she gives birth. And it's the same thing with a vision, you know? It's so precious and it's so unique to you because you are you and there's no one else like you that it's better to wait for it to be delivered at the right time. And when it does... The scripture says, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie, which means that the vision, what it is that you birth, will speak for itself. You won't have to explain, you won't have to announce it, it will 
manifest itself in such a way that people will see it. And it won't lie. It won't lie. So go after the vision. Go after the vision. And here's a tip. And it's in another scripture. It's in the book of Psalms. And it's chapter 37, verse 5. And it says, commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. I'm a living testament to that scripture. Um, I can hand on heart say the times where I haven't committed things to God, believing that he can help me, things have, wow, they've gone toe up from the flow up. You know, that's what they used to say in those 90s American um, sitcoms. Things really, really went left. But whenever I find myself trusting him, whenever I find, let me rephrase, whenever I find myself with something that I want to do, something I want to achieve, and I look to him, and I trust him, he always, always, always helps me. So go after the vision. Do what you must to get to where you need to get to. Be committed, be focused, be driven, and you will get there. And you will do what it is that you desire in your heart that you're going to do. So that's it for the first episode of Being with Ayabola Deborah. Thank you so much for joining me. Hit me up on all my social medias. Once again, it's Ayabola Deborah across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Like I said before, I'm more active on Instagram than Twitter, than Facebook, because anytime you log into Facebook, all you see is, oh my God, I'm getting married. Oh my God, I just had my sixth baby. And I just, congratulations, but I'm tired. I'm tired of being triggered, okay? Um, But if you reach out to me on any of those platforms, I will be sure to reach back out to you. And who knows, maybe one day when there's a billion people trying to get in contact with me, I'm going to have to hire a whole team to do that. But for now, I'm here. I'll reach out to you. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation. Let's engage with one another. Let's support one another. Let's build each other up. Um, Also, on my Instagram, I do this... um, thing called question time with Ayabola Deborah every Wednesday and Sunday 7pm the questions go up the polls question polls whatever you want to call them they go up and it always sparks conversations down in the DMs and down in the DMs is where everything always happens Um, so follow me so you can get involved in that and yeah until next time peace